Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, a place where you feel safe, where you feel warm and welcome, invited in. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, so it's a safe place. I don't know if you can feel the motion. I'm rubbing and patting the safe place, uh, making welcoming mo- notions. It's a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, work or personal stuff, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, travel, snoring partners, whatever it is, uh, I'd like to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I've got a few, uh, you know, slow bends, slow twists, plenty of tangents, uh, plenty of tan, tons of tangents, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other vocabulary words that start with T, uh, uh, do like uh, I don't know what turpitude means, but I, I like the way that sounds. Uh, tangents. We won't have tangents coded in turpentine. But but if you're new here, sorry. Let me get back on track for a second. If you're new, uh, welcome. This is Sleep with Me podcast to put you to sleep. Actually, it doesn't even put you to sleep. It's just here to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Maybe be at your side, a friend in the deep dark night to keep you. Uh, to to be close uh, as you drift off into dreamland. But here's the structure show. First six minutes or so are business. Got to do that at the top of the show. If you're new, maybe thanks for sticking out. Sticking it out. I know it's like, uh, what am I going to do? If you're a regular listener, thanks for re-listening to that tomorrow or checking the show notes as soon as your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. And I want you to remember that when your hand hits the fridge, think. Uh, uh, do I support to sleep with me? Do, did I buy something from the sponsors? Did I go to their website or did, you know, that's how I keep the show going. Uh, so it's six minutes at the beginning. Then there's like a 12 minute intro, which we're a few minutes into right now. That kind of sets the mood. Uh, then there'll be a story part or a seminar part this evening. Or if you're a second or third shift worker, you know, this afternoon or today. And I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, this podcast for everybody, no matter what time you work or where in the globe you are, whomever you are, you're welcome here. And I guess what, like, just in case, I know there's pets. Whatever you are, because uh, I know pets and 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 things listen. But even if you're on another planet and you're listening, uh, or whatever, you're like, I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, pets, especially uh, that are listening in. Uh, you know, in whatever's listening, uh, whomever, whatever. I'm glad you're here. If you're, especially if you're new, that's what I'm trying to do. So welcome the new listeners. So there'll be a seminar part or a story part. Then there'll be some thank yous and some good nights. So I'll be here about an hour. Uh, here's the thing: you don't really need to listen. You can just kind of listen to this podcast. Just kind of tune in, uh, and then kind of tune out or li- like drift out. I, I ideally, t- tuning in and tuning out is kind of active. I prefer a passive. Uh, you know, I'll drift in. I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. Then at some point, I'll drift out. I'll fade out. I'll, I'll uh, 
or your sleep timer will kick on, or ideally you'll be waking up uh, tomorrow. So you're, you don't really need to, to listen. I'll be here to kind of keep you engaged. Uh, but you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. There's a percentage of listeners that listen to this podcast for company in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for all of you. I'll be here till the end, uh, uh, giving it my all uh, to be present for you. In this moment, I'm recording it. And ideally, that transfers to this moment that I'm here with you. So just fall asleep at your leisure. You know, relax, kick back. Uh, I'm here. This is kind of like background noise. I was thinking, like, uh, so they have, I, I don't know, there were some studies about pink noise that came out. I, I kind of read them, but it would seem pretty complex. Uh, then there's, so there's pink noise, there's white noise, and there's brown noise. And I don't know who came up with those terms, but it does beg the question, who, well, one, who the heck came up with those terms? Uh, and I mean, I, I don't know when the heck pink noise and brown noise came out, because I can remember uh, white noise. And supposedly, if you're breaking in a new set of headsets, you're supposed to use pink noise, which I guess is also good. I don't know. I think pink noise just sounds like a water rushing to me. And I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any standards for this. Uh, I mean, we've got enough standards anyway. Pink noise standardization units. Uh, pink noise, P-N-S-U, pink noise standardization units. I could, maybe I could start the uh, University of Noise. Uh, but it does make also, I guess, I'm sorry to use Beg's question twice in uh, five minutes, uh, but uh uh, and it's just sorry for using this term, but I think it calls for what, where in the house, uh, like why, why limit yourself to like, what in the name of Roy G. Biv? Uh, I mean, I definitely could go for some indigo noise. Let's go through red noise. Probably not a good idea at bedtime, you know, but if you need to get pumped up, uh, red noise might be a good workout noise. I don't know what that would be. Maybe a chugging of an engine. Roy. Orange, uh, orange noise. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess that would be a good morning noise. So maybe I could start. I'm a noise curator. Bespoke noises. Uh, but so orange noise, that might be good uh, for, yeah, breakfast, uh, with breakfast. Uh, I think we call it, like I call it the news. Uh, you got to get it used. Yellow noise, probably not. Uh, we'll probably pass on that one. That's going to be branding difficult. You know, as we say in the uh, entendre business, uh, like uh, too many entendres, you know, that's one too many entendres. Uh, that would be a menage d'entendre if you started using yellow noise. At the branding meeting we'd have uh, here at no Noise Biz, the business of noises. Actually, I got to remember, make sure if you listen to this intro in your active, like, let me know if I've emailed uh, Dallas uh, from 20,000 Hertz about this, because uh, I was going to pitch him on an idea anyway. Okay, so Roy G. Yellow Noise, Biv, Blue, Blue Noise would be, I mean, who couldn't use Blue Noise? Uh, you know, we got Blues, and you have Jazz. And uh, you could have blue noise. Uh, and I know what it would sound like, like smishing blueberries. That doesn't seem, that seems more like a slime noise or something. But we could figure that out, uh, you know, like easily. But, you know, versus, you know, once we get this grant, we're going to maybe go for Roy G. Biv. Indigo noise, oh boy. 
and uh, we could maybe we could get, get, get Indigo Noise, not not like the Indigo Girls, but listened to by the you know endorsed by the Indigo Girls, but probably not like I can picture Indigo would probably be a good bedtime noise. It just feels like that kind of color. Violets uh, also. Maybe we could get Violet Beauregard down here to sponsor that one. Another, you know, another good bedtime. Maybe that would be more on the room. Like, uh, you'd have lavender in the air and violet noise on the, like, a thingamajig. So that would be Roy G. Biv. Is that it? Did I miss any? Roy G. Oh, I missed Roy. I missed G. Green noise probably will pass on that anyway. Um... Because uh, in, in nowhere in Roy G. Biv is there one color on the spectrum. Like, how the heck did they choose those things? They say, well, this noise isn't quite, I mean, I guess you can see that, like, uh, I don't know. Like, what does the sound of your insides make? I've talked about that. Like, that has a specific sound. Uh, maybe that's, like, that would be, maybe that's what pink noise is, I guess, uh like that you play it play for babies. They say, well, it sounds like the inside of, you know, back before I got into this world where there's news and stuff. And I said, holy cow, back when I was in there, I, that's all I heard was this, uh, uh, it was a 24-hour pink noise cycle. That's what we need. Yeah, we say, well, that's not, what kind of news? Well, I'm on a 24-hour indigo noise cycle with an eight-hour violin. It's like a sci-fi novel. They start pre prescribing noises. I guess this could be. I guess this is an episode coming up uh, in, in the future at some point. But so, anyway, I would like to be. I'd like to be your violet indigo noise. Uh, your indigo violets, uh, right in that spectrum. To the, I'd like to put the B to the I to the V. You know, just like Bell and uh, DeVoe. I'd tuck it in there. I'd be the third one. And it would be nice because I would help you fall asleep. I'd be there. And that's what I actually do. But mine's more of a, um, it's somewhere between a, I guess like a droning and a, like a talking. I'm here. I'm here to help you fall asleep. So if you're new, I'm glad you're here. This podcast takes a few tries. Give it a few shots. See what you think. It's not for everybody. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. Some people say, uh, oof, like, a, but uh, I hope it works for you. Uh, I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. Um, give us some shots. That's all I could say. Uh, and, yeah, actually, like, if you're having trouble relaxing now, Roy G. Biv, I guess, unless you're a colorist, is pretty relaxing. Roy G. Biv. How about, like, a Roy G. Biv Bib? How come there isn't, like, a bit Bell Biv de Bib? Uh, did Bell Biv DeVoe ever have any, um, like, uh, merch? Like, I mean, not, like, uh, like they sold their merchandise rights. Uh, I, yeah, what is that? It's a Bell Biv DeBib or Roy G. DeBib. I've done, the funny thing is I've done bib humor on the podcast before, or like humor-like. If you're new here, it's not quite humor. You'd say that's not quite, uh, it, what is it like when people talk about food? They say, well, it doesn't quite taste like chicken. It scoots, he's not quite funny or hilarious. He's, uh, like I say, I'm like an amused bouche. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, what else, uh, like travel, whatever's keeping you awake. could be anything. could be something I've never listed before, something... I have an experience, but I can relate to because I've had trouble sleeping, and that's why I create this safe place. I smooth it, I pat it, I rub it down. I work very hard, and I, you know, I'm here with open arms because uh, I'm glad you're here. And the way I do it is, I send my voice across the deep dark night. I use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents. Uh, like a, a, a mugs of tangents. I got uh, tangents. I have a few. I'm just, I can't even get out of this ta- tangent related tangent. Uh, tangerine tangents. If, if they had a flavor, one of, one of them would be tangerine. Though I think tangerine, when it's a flavoring, is usually mixed with something else. Uh, but whatever. I'm glad you're here. And I'm here to help you fall asleep. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. Uh, normally the first six minutes of the show up front are business because it's a sleep podcast and that's how we keep the show going. And if you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, uh, think about like, uh, think, sleep with me. Am I a patron? Am I supporting the sponsors? Whatever it is. Uh, so it's the first six minutes. Then we're in an intro. I'm thinking I'm going to experiment tonight and try to make a smor- short intro. A smorgasbord. I just almost said smorgasbord instead of short. Uh, and usually, actually, th- th- that was an inadvertent metaphor. Because, uh, so, like, usually these intros are about 12 minutes long. And they're attempted at a metaphor about the podcast, which kind of smorgasbord may be correct. What a wonderful word, uh, smorgasbord. Uh, almost, almost wants to say smorgasbord, borg. Like you barely, you don't have to worry. Like smorgasbord is very, especially borg. Like it's the kind of thing you could mutter, and you know, like uh, doesn't take a lot of effort. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. So the intro is like 12 minutes of me metaphorically trying to describe what the podcast is. After 600 something episodes, I'm totally not clear on. Uh, I'm still not clear on what it, exactly how it works. Uh, I know why it's here. It's to help you, uh, to help you fall asleep, uh, to get a good night's rest because I feel like you deserve it. And I'm I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with the smorgasbord of thoughts I have at bedtime. Uh, they just keep coming, and uh, they want to talk to me. They want me to do stuff. They want my attention. Sometimes I can't even rein them in. And I'm also a smorgasbord of other reasons. I can't sometimes, uh, like, uh, lately for me, I think I've talked about it. It's like I could keep waking up. Uh, I don't even got to pee. I just wake up. I say, what the heck? I want to go back to sleep now. Or not being able to, whatever it is. Uh, like, uh, that's why I make the show. I've been there. And I said, well, like, you know what I would like is someone to sit near my bed to keep me company, to be there for me. Especially when I couldn't sleep as a kid. That's what I really wanted to just say, hey, I don't even know if I can help you fall asleep, but I'll be here to keep you company because I know how much it sucks. That's really what the, that's the nature, the purpose, and the essence of this podcast is I want to be here for you.
uh, because I know it sucks. Uh, and I think you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'd like to, the weird thing is, I guess after this, I try to take your mind off of it. Uh, when I was a kid, I listened to Dr. Demento, this comedy radio show. And now as an adult, I try different stuff. Uh, <laughs> none of it works. Uh, I've tried, I've tried a lot of stuff for, for me. It, you know, works for some people. And, uh, so I said, well, geez, maybe I could take, maybe I could tell some goofy stories. I have a smorgasbord of, uh, pointless stories in my brain. And that's what I try to do is three times a week. I'm here and talk about three different things. Uh, tonight, it'll be our, uh, ongoing serial series or, uh, episodic series, uh, after the glass slipper, you know, Sunday nights are TV show recaps and, Tuesday nights are just one-off stories. Uh, so there's a variety of things to choose from that should distract you. So they say, well, like, uh, just thinking about a smorgasbord, that's kind of a timeless, I guess it isn't timeless because you can't really, I think you could, maybe in the 70s there was still smorgasbords. Doesn't really, I think when the when the invention of signs came out, they said, well, we can't fit, can't fit smorgasbord on a sign. I think in the U.S. it could be traced back to the interstate system. And I think that was uh, Eisenhower, maybe. And they said, well, that was the end of the smorgasbord. I don't know. I don't think Helen listens to the show often, but Helen Z, if you're listening, how about some? How about smorgasbord? That's a nice word. I might have to email. And by the way, check out the Illusionist podcast. Uh, it, 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 like uh, smorgasbord. It's a word that feels good in your head. Like it does. Like I don't know if you can go ahead and say it with me. You can mumble it. Smorgasbord. It's got a good upper palate vibration for me, and it's kind of comforting. I think like it's it's a comforting word about comfort food. Smorgasbord. <laughs> I could say it all day, uh, but I did promise I'd try to make a short intro. Usually these intros are twelve minutes. And I said, well, let's see if we make a short intro. Of what happens? Uh, it kind of like testing out thoughts. They say, well, what if I listen to a strange podcast where this man meanders and chatters and doesn't go? And will, will that help me fall asleep? I don't know. That's what I'm here for, though. Oh, also, if you're new, this podcast, you don't really need to listen to it too closely. The stories will kind of make sense, and they'll have a mini, middle beginning and end. Mental, mental. I don't know what a mental is, but... uh I don't know, there won't be, I haven't had any minnow stories with minnows, but, uh, uh, so, so it's a podcast you can kind of listen to, but you don't need to listen to it, but also you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here. I'll be here for about an hour. I'll be here all the way to the end, uh, in case you can't fall asleep or so you have plenty of time to just drift off, to relax. I put a lot of work into it to keep you company. So if it takes you 40 minutes to drift off, I'll be here. I'll be here talking. I'll be here using my creaky dulcet tones. I'll be here in the deep, dark night for you. And I, I say this every intro because I mean it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep uh, or walk you or scorch you across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, so thanks so much for stopping by. And uh, let's get on with the show. Uh, hey, you're up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here 
to, to put you to sleep uh, or help you while you fall asleep, whatever it is, uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and fresh fresh play, uh, fresh play, fresh play, actually, uh, or you could say, hey, like blankety blank, play the play the sleep with me podcast. So the loud speakers will do it, but whatever, however you do it. Uh, so now I mix myself up because all you need to do is get in bed. Oh, I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's stuff that you're thinking about, uh, physically feeling, emotionally dealing with, uh, noises, travel, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. Uh, that's why I'm kind of trying to create this smooth, calm, gentle... And most importantly, welcoming and, and I guess understanding a place uh, that I'm glad you found. I hope this podcast can help you. What I'm going to try to do is keep you company in the deep, dark nights. I'm going to try to distract you, uh, like to take your mind off stuff, as I said, while you drift over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Wings of pointlessness uh, that will silently, I have wings that silently flap. So I guess they don't flap, but they do. They silently flap. And uh, if there's any clapping, it'll be silent clapping. If there was, if I was a kitten and I was lapping, uh, it would be silent as well. Uh, so ideally, you'll be napping. And usually I try to limit the rhymes and the sing song stuff uh, to the opening. Now, if you're new here, um, Here's a, here's a couple of things to know just to set you up. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, but give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. Uh, structurally, the first like six minutes or so of the show are business. Since it's a sleep podcast, we've got to do that up front. And uh, then we have the uh, intro. Intro is usually around 12 to 14 to 16 minutes, to, uh, maybe 15 minutes, sometimes 13 minutes. And those are kind of, uh, like you can skip them. The timestamp is in the episode, but they're kind of there to kind of set the mood. Some people use them while they're looking out the window or while they're brushing their teeth. Uh, like you could look at yourself blankly and give yourself a thumbs up in the mirror. How about that? You know, you could use it before bed or it could be the way you ease into sleep. And so there'll be an intro then there'll be the episode tonight. We'll be talking about TNG, uh, an episode about uh, uh, Troy or Lackawanna Troy, uh, Counselor Troy's mother. De- her name's Deanna Troy. Just realized that uh, just now. I mean, I knew that, but I like I forget these things. Uh, so th- then I'll talk about Star Trek at the Next Generation for about forty-five or fifty minutes. Whether you watch Star Trek or not, really not that important. I mean, some people that are really hardcore fans, like, might find it, like, uh, evocative. But for the regular people, it'd just be kind of like a bedtime story about that happens on a spaceship. And actually, most of this one is about uh, relationships and, uh, more, well, not really day-to-day stuff, but uh, it was like a slice-of-life episode, maybe. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, so that's the structure of the show. A couple other things about the podcast, if you knew, you don't really need to listen. Like, I'm here to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company in the deep, dark night, to be your boar friend, your boar bay, 
your boar bud, whatever it, whatever you're comfortable, whatever role you're comfortable, just like a friend coming over to talk to you while you fall asleep. You, but you don't have to like a, that's the ideal, uh, I guess, archetype for the podcast would be like, uh, like a friend that comes over and talks, but you say, Hey, I'm not going to like, tell me about your day. Cause you're the worst at you. Like it always tells, takes you forever. Uh, but I'm not going to listen to you. And your friend goes, hmm, like a, like a relationship where your friend actually, like, that's not like even like, uh, insulting, like somehow they get energy from that. Like it would be like, uh, if there was a scientific discovery and one day there probably will be like, like maybe accidental, but they'll say, well, at one point we thought there was just introverts and extroverts and, you know, endothermic stuff and extra whatever thermic stuff and exoskeletons and endoskeleton, you know, was, then we like that, then we met Scoots and he's actually in uh, a metavert. And what that means is that he makes up words and one day he, 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 you know, he won the lottery and he bought the rights to the meaning of metavert. And he also bought all of the major, like most of the university. Do, do, trust me, this point in the, in, uh, in, in, uh, so metavert means, uh, you know, because the introvert gets their energy. It's like they, like it takes, they expend energy interacting with others. Extroverts, and I know this is simplistic, but Scoots' explanations are all on napkins with crayon. And extroverts kind of get their energy from interacting. Uh, Scoots, it turns out, the metaverts uh, get their energy from talking and being not being listened to. Uh, but it, it's some sort of comforting, like, vibrational thing. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's the truth about this podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I do find it comforting knowing my rambling can help you fall asleep. Because one of the reasons is I've been there. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm on, uh, I've had like four straight nights of, uh, like wake ups and trouble getting back to sleep. And, uh, it's been kind of baffling. I mean, I have a lot of stuff on my mind. So that's a big part of it. You know, when you wake up, it, it, like, and a lot of people do listen to podcasts when they wake up to, to get back to sleep. And I'll try to be gentle about it, but like where you're like, you're not even sure you should find out what time it is, but then you're tossing and turning. And then you're like, well, if it's like 15 minutes before my alarm, then like, I might as well give up. But if it's like uh, over an hour, then I'm in a pickle. If it's over three hours, then I'm in great shape. Uh, like these are the kind of, you know, after this is what happens after midnight, you know, and for me, it's always been, it's always in that zone where it's like, okay, it's like, uh, less than three hours before my alarm, but more than 15 minutes and every night this week. And then last night was a heat wave. So last week, I mean, so it's like, uh, not only have I been there, I'm there right now. Um, and like this, usually I, I don't have like middle of the night wake ups where I can't get back to sleep. But like I said, like uh, sometimes your brain, whatever it is that's keeping awake, like uh, I know what it's like lying there and then trying to decide what you should do. Why can't I just fall back asleep instantly? And then why can't I get comfortable? You know, that. But so I kind of intervene on that because uh, I'm here for you because it can relate to what you're going through. I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And so what I'll try to do is just talk about Star Trek in uh, like a way that'll be kind of engaging enough for you to listen. 
and you'll say, hmm, okay, I'm kind of familiar with what uh, Scoots is talking about. I'm not sure if he's uh, accurate, if that's Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac, because the band is Fleetwood Mac, not Fleetwood Mac. And I say, it's not Fleetwood Matt. Uh, is it Matt Fle- Fleetwood? Is there a character named Mac Fleetwood? And you might find, ideally, I give you a little a bit of the bore giggles or a giggle spritz where you almost, like, smile. Your lip turns just enough that you get those positive neurons firing. But they're kind of like poofing and then firing. I don't fire any neurons. I poof neurons. You know, I don't activate neurotransmitters. I warm them up a little bit, you know, like like almost like when you're rubbing something. You know, like there won't be any, like, there won't be any neurotransmission. But there'll be like neural shrugs, like uh, like all those things, you know, like a ganglia. They, they, like I, I say stuff like ganglia is great. If I knew what a ganglia was, I'd say, uh, and I might say ganglion. I don't, I'm not fluent in ganglion. So if you're listening, uh, ideally you say, well, ganglion, it, it's right up there. It's like on the cusp of being, uh, like it's pleasant to say, but it, sometimes it's unpleasant to think about because you say it's got that ganglia, like, like, uh, Leon's great. Uh, like, like, a gang, I guess that could have mixed meanings, you know, but like, 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 you say, okay, ganglion, Leon, so maybe I'll just say Leon now, that's a nice word. And I, so ideally, like you say, okay, I can kind of listen to this guy, but he's not really, he's trying to make somewhat sensible sense, uh, but either he takes forever to get there, he gets lost on the way, and he gets confused, like he's the only one who's given directions when he's lost, uh, and that's a unique skill to have. And uh, be careful, like uh, make sure you like uh, leave the area if you're lost and you're given directions. Uh, make sure you're putting people to sleep, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how the podcast works. Uh, like it doesn't actually put you to sleep; it keeps you company while you fall asleep, or if you can't sleep. Uh, if you're lying there and it's like it's three fifty in the morning, like it has been a couple times for me this week, uh, be there as your friend, uh, or your pro like, you know, proxy for your friend, your, uh, what did I say? Your me- me- metavert or whatever did I say? Introvert, uh, whatever that made up word I said is, uh, like to, to, to be there. Cause you like, uh, I don't know, take your mind off stuff, uh, and to goof around because, uh, I know it's tough. It's tough being human, and uh, everybody's got a lot going on, and there's that freaking, you know, there's stuff. you got all that, so it's like, uh, I want to be here for you. And uh, I'm glad you tried this podcast. I'd appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep, all right? All right, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble saying you sleep well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it to bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts and thinking. Uh, my, my, my brain just started thinking right when I was in the middle of that sentence, uh, like physical sensations, uh, Emotional things, distractions, mind, you know, mind moving, 
uh, hopefully no mind melding. Maybe we'll talk about that, because I don't even know what that really means. Uh, but whatever it is that's keeping you awake, um, uh, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to smooth it, I'm going to pat it, I'm going to rub it down, and I'm going to say, safe place, uh, just like it was the 80s. You know, but, but whether you're 80 or your name's be incorrectly said by me, BB88, uh, who will be returning to the screen soon, I believe, uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. If you're new, oh, what am I do? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, comforting presence if I can provide that. I'll be here. I'll be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, uh, here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to put them up front. Uh, if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, please remember uh, uh, how you want to support the show when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. Sponsors are spreading the word or supporting us on Patreon. Those are the most efficient ways. And uh, uh, so that's the first six minutes. Then we have an intro, which we've just begun. That's usually about 12 to 14 to 17 to 11 minutes. Um, and usually I try to create a metaphor. Sometimes I overuse alliteration. Tonight will be a perfect opportunity because they try to create a metaphor to describe what the podcast is. And, you know, tonight I might be using mind-melding and mentalists because uh, I don't know if I've talked about any of that in the intro before. And, I, you know, it's a subject my mind can barely scratch the surface of. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I, I, I said that already. Thanks, brain. My brain likes to remind me, like, uh, but I'm here to create a safe place so, you know, we can make mistakes, by the way, Brain. Glad you're here, Brain. Um, wouldn't be here without you. But, um, little uh, inside joke between me and my brain. It's not a joke. My brain just said, I wouldn't be here without my brain. Of course I'm relying on you. Oh, boy. I mean, I'm so lucky to have a brain that overthinks. Uh, okay, save the sarcasm for, uh, like, uh, my limbic system. Totally. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, I'm told, don't go somatic on me, brain, whatever that is. Oh, that's the Is that the limbic system? Please, brain, tell me more. That was sarcasm. I got to get out of my brain. So, anyway, uh, so it's the intro, and it's kind of to set the mood. If you're new, it's to kind of welcome you. Some people skip the intro, some people fall asleep during the intro. People call their pets during the intro. People put, like do lotion, you know, lotion application, uh, pillow placement, uh, you know, adjusting, you know, making sure the tops on your water, your lights are shutting out, whatever it is. Uh, that's what the intro is here for. It's for prepping or for falling asleep. You can't really misuse the intro. Uh, then there'll be a story portion of the show tonight. We're going to be covering the fierce flyer, the summer. This summer in Fearless Flyers, maybe, or, or I, I, I think, in explaining what Trader Joe's is, and then, you know, me carping, as they say, about how Trader Joe's doesn't sponsor the podcast, uh, and why would they when I just give them free advertising and spend all my money there? Uh, yeah, you know, and why do I make this podcast? I, I had trouble falling asleep, believe it or not, uh, but if you're new, you're also under you're under no pressure to fall asleep. Um, 
and you're under no pressure to listen. I'll be here to keep you company. This podcast doesn't actually put you to sleep. It's here as companion while you drift off. Uh, I'll be here at your side or at the foot of your bed or across the room, you know, keeping company. And as you drift off, I'm here just to distract you. I'm here in a service role. And if you want, I could even, you know, if like if it helps, you could picture me pet, like uh, curled up like a pet on the ground in a roll, you know, rolled up uh, like a like a puppy. Uh, actually, I think regular dogs are better curling up in balls than puppies. Puppies uh, do more lounging. Uh, so that's the intro, then the story, then there's some thank yous at the end. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. There are a percentage of listeners that don't fall asleep, and I'm here whether you're asleep or you're awake. I'll be here for you. Uh, I'm dedicated. I've been doing the show uh, when this comes out for over four years because uh, uh, you, you deserve a good night's sleep. That, that's really uh, one of the things that drives me. The other thing that drives me is I've been there uh, feeling alone, tossing and turning. And if my goofing around can help, uh, I'd be honored to. So no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to listen. Like, believe me, you're going to quickly learn. Because, uh, okay, so I had these two words that popped into my brain. Uh, I guess technically it would be three words, mind meld and mentalist. Uh, and I think mentalists uh, uh, probably were people that perform. I don't even know what a mind meld is. I, I think it's like similar to a mind reading I think it's like if you take a mind reader in a, in a seance and you combine them uh, into a magic show, that may be, that's one kind of mind meld. You know, the other kind of mind meld, I think, it, well, like maybe there's three kinds. I guess, oh boy, I didn't realize how deep we could go with this mind melding stuff. I guess then there's another one, you know, that usually happens in a laboratory with Tesla coils and bubbling stuff. Uh, and, you know, someone with an assistant, a scientist with the EV to the I to the L to be, you know, maybe just a, like a genius, misguided genius scientist, uh, or just a misguided scientist too. And they may try mind melding. I mean, of course, who's our favorite mad scientist is, is uh, Rick uh, from Rick and Morty. And I don't know if, there, I mean, there is a lot of my, near mind melding action uh, I'm thinking of an episode, I just, like, or demelt. There's a demelding episode this season, season three. Or, well, anyway, I don't want to get too distracted here. So, I could, but, uh, so that's one kind of mind melding where you're combining two minds, or, you know, and then there's like, um, the movie. This would be, I guess this is mind melding. It's mind changing, though. I guess it isn't melding. Uh, there's the movies, like, um, of course, none of the names, they, like the one I watched the most as a kid was uh, Kirk Cameron and uh, Dudley Moore, uh, where they changed, brain, like they their minds, like, uh, I don't think they melded or big. That was more, that wasn't a mind melding either. Pondering mind melding in, in cinema. Uh, it's, of course, 301. It's uh, by adjunct professor Scooter. So there, there's one with Jodie Foster, I think, um, uh, maybe. And I remember the one with Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore. I think um, who else has been in a mind-melding one? But, but those are like more like switcheroo movies. I think they're usually called the, sw- the switcheroo. 16 to 31 or something. 
31 going on 16. That was a more modern one, I think. It was something like that. 16 going on th- 12 going on 30. I guess it's more of a brain change uh, or consciousness change. I don't. I guess it is a full brain change because uh, in the Dudley Moore Kirk Cameron one, uh, Kirk Cameron's a teen, and uh, Dudley Moore's a surgeon, and the brain switch. So then, uh, the high school body of Kirk Cameron has Dudley Moore's brain. And I know I can hear what you're saying. Isn't Dudley Moore English and Kirk Cameron's like uh, from the Midwest? And I'd say possibly. I'm not sure. You may be getting Arthur. It'd be cool if Arthur changed his brain with Dudley Moore. What do, okay, here's a question. Being John Malkovich, is that an example of mind melding in cinema? That'll be on the quiz uh, in my course. I have the first Coursera course never to have zero customers. Uh, because uh, I only ask questions. What's the course? It's questions about mind melding in modern cinema. Cinema or sim, 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 cinemina? Well, one of those things. Uh, so I guess we like there. Like mind melding is a topic I can talk about clearly. And uh, here's the thing: I'll I'll uh, I'll take my meld to my mind right now and make a proposal for you. Were you thinking about whatever was keeping you awake while, while I was going on that tangent there? And I didn't even get to mentalists, but uh, maybe for, I'll have to save that for another time. That is one of the characters uh, that I want to write. And one of the more, like, they're, they're a kind of magician, in my opinion. I, I don't know. I'm not a foremost expert on mentalism. And I think I find all magic, like, I easily fooled. So I love magic and I love mentalism, you know, when it's for entertainment purposes only. Like, don't, don't, don't try melding with my mind. Because uh, it'll be like it'll be your problem. It'll be good luck with that. Yeah, but like I love like uh, you know like they'd say like this is a very basic example of mental. They say think of a number between one and one thousand, and they and they would guess a number instantly. And you say, how the heck did you do that? Uh, they say nine hundred sixty-four. And you say, whoa. And they say, well, I mind meld. You know, maybe I maybe they did mind meld. Uh, that would be more of a number, like, so that's a mentalist. I don't know what that has to do with anything other than I think mentalists, maybe that's part of their act. I don't want to say that, but their performance, uh, that at some point they mind meld with, like, an audience member, you know, to do something cool. But, yeah, so, so yeah, by the way, it's a podcast to put you to sleep, believe it or not. I'm, I'm here to help you fall asleep. I'm just here to ramble, to distract you with stuff just on the edge of inane banter, uh, you know, ba- barely, you know, barely banter, kind of like with a banter cast. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this show is because I've been there. I had I have like a... Uh, Woke up at five this morning, so um, tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting back to trouble staying asleep, I guess, in that case. Uh, so if I can help you, it would be my honor because I really do deserve to think you deserve. I really do deserve to think that you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and I hope I can help this podcast. So unfortunately, it doesn't work for everybody. I get, you know, uh, clearly, but some of you may have already hung up, and I understand that. Some of you may still be listening. 
And believe me, I got it. I've gotten every email already. So don't get it. Don't, you know, just go, you know, move on, check out uh, some, maybe check out some Coursera courses or something. LibriVox. Uh, there's other podcasts out there that, uh, you know, or, you know, nature sounds, uh, old time radio. That's another thing that's popular to fall asleep to. So check some of that stuff out. I'm sorry it can't help, uh, but, you know, give it a few tries. That's what almost every review says. Uh, first time you listen to the show, you're like, what the heck? Second time you say, what's up with it? Why is this, uh, why is this dulcet so creaky? And ideally the third or fourth time you start falling asleep really good and I become your boyfriend. So I'm here to help. Uh, I appreciate you of all the podcasts out there choosing this one to give a try to. Uh, and as I said, and as they say in every intro, I really hope and I really yearn. I work very hard, so I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. Yeah, this is Sleep With Me, a podcast that puts you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. I turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is take a, take a regular place and make it safe, a safe place. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, travel, events, whatever's keeping you up, I'd like to distract you from that. The way I'm going to do it is create a safe place where you can set aside all that stuff that's keeping you awake. Uh, Maybe I mix it. A lot of times I mix up these, uh, like, uh, how, how, the way I'm going to create the safe place, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I mean, I've only done, like, 600-something, like, uh, intros. Uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, like, uh, extra stuff, you know, mumbles, uh, word trips, word spillage, uh, but really, I'm glad you're here. I want to create a safe place where you feel uh, secure, welcome, invited, uh, in some sense special, because I'm really glad you're here. And I really think you've taken a step to kind of try to help yourself fall asleep, so I hope I can help. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. Technically, it's just here while you fall asleep. It's a podcast you barely need to listen to. You can just kind of tune into it, see how it goes, see what happens. Uh, play, play it by ear. I guess it's kind of a pun. Or don't play it by ear. You know, barely play it by ear. Sleep with me. Barely play it by ear. Don't let your, you know, don't play around with your ear. Just let your ear sit there. Uh, so don't play around with your, don't play, you could play with your ears if that's comforting, you know, gently. Because it really won't get in the way. This is a podcast you kind of listen to. It's here. It's rambling, kind of like like when you're doing yard work uh, back in the day. You would listen to, sometimes people would listen to baseball, or autumn they'd listen to football, or at least my dad would. And my dad was never into super into sports, but he would put those on when he was doing yard work or outdoors work. And it was kind of a comforting background noise. You wouldn't even be really listening to it. It'd just be kind of a presence there. A reassuring, distracting presence to say, hey, well, I'm not really raking leaves here. I'm uh, only kind of paying attention to the raking the leaves part. 
I guess for me, now, I don't live in a part of the country, well, I don't have a yard, and I don't live in a part of the country where the leaves necessarily fall off. So I don't do a lot of leaf raking, but I grew up in uh, upstate New York where you would rake leaves, and then you would rake them into a pile, and you would jump in the pile. It was never the same as when they did it on cartoons, but it could be pretty good. And I guess for kids, that's the only purpose for raking leaves. And I guess even as an adult, uh, well, let me introduce a podcast. Hopefully we'll come back to these this leaf raking thing. If you're new, you don't need to listen, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour to keep you company, uh, to be your companion in the deep, dark night, to distract you, uh, to reassure you, to validate you. It's tough being able to, not being able to fall asleep. I've been there. Uh, so I'd like to help. So I'll be here talking about, you know, kind of st- stuff, and then I'll tell a story after the Glass Slipper, our uh, episodic series. It comes in modular formats. You know, do some nonsense making. Hopefully I'll put a smile on your face or make you feel warm and, uh, like, uh, that you can cuddle in, you can nestle in, because I'm here to help uh uh, but what was I saying? I was talking about leaves, but oh, so if you're new though, okay, so structure of the show, first six minutes are business, uh, otherwise what we do. So if you sat through that, if you, you know, I understand like, uh, but, uh, that's how we keep the podcast free and all our archives free and everyone that supports the sponsors or is a patron, like, uh, that's how we keep the show going. So if you're new, not super important. If you're a regular listener, just remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, Sleep with me. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, uh, and you'll figure out the rest. You say, okay, let me figure out how to check that or whatever. Uh, so six minutes of business. Then there's an intro, which we're like maybe six minutes into, that kind of tries to explain the podcast through uh, a senseless, like tonight we'll try to explain it through leaf raking, raking of leaves. Uh, then there's a story. The story's about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh, then there's some thank yous. So you should, should I'll be here about an hour to keep, I'll be here for you. That's all, all I can tell you. Hopefully it helps you fall asleep. Uh, give a few, uh, show a few tries. It, uh, you know, I may grow on you or I may grow on your nerves. And if it doesn't work for you, I understand. Try some LibriVox or... Some old time radio or something else, you know. I hope I hope you find something that does help you fall asleep. So I think I forgot about all the leaf metaphors I had. So so we, oh yeah, here's here's like I don't understand a lot about raking leaves because I've never owned a, a yard. I've never like as an adult, uh, I've always lived in apartments, or like I think once or twice I lived in a rented a house uh, with people, but. Uh, so as a kid, the whole purpose of break leaves was so you could jump in them. And the fringe benefits were leaves have a good, nice smell. They have really nice sounds to them, depending on the degree of how dried out and how fresh they are. The ground in the fall, the grass has it's thinner, so the the the, the earth has a different smell. And you're outdoors, and then, the, you know, my dad would be playing uh, football or something on the radio, so that creates another layer. Uh, I mean, I guess in the nostalgic sense, another layer of nostalgia, but uh, I don't know, just something about that format and, and the background noise. And even though it's inconsistent, the consistency 
and the rhythm and then the fall air, the feeling of the fall air. Then also important is the fall sun because uh, you really don't want to be raking leaves if there's not sun out. And probably like you're talking about, it's 2 or 3 p.m. sun, uh, which I guess I don't know. I, you know, I'm not a um, colorist, but I'd say, you know, it's a little bit straw-like at that time. And it's weak, no offense to the sun, but it is a weak autumn. So, late, so I guess it's a late autumn sun we're talking about. And you're raking the leaves in order to jump in them. And I think the whole, I mean, maybe that's a good system. I mean, it, I don't know if that's evolution, probably not. But uh, to say, hey, if we rake these leaves, then you can jump in them. But then you gotta got to rake them again. And also transferring them, like raking them into a pile and then having to put them in a garbage can and carry them and all that stuff. That was never fun. Yeah, but here was always my question. I guess I never got a clear answer to it. And maybe common sense, you know, would pr- prove me. But I guess I always said, why don't, why don't you just leave the, le- leave the leaves alone? Like, why do you need to rake leaves? And it, like, I thought there was something called, you know, you try, you, especially if you take the leaves and you put them in compost. Like, uh, why not just let the leaves compost where they lie? Let the leaves lie, I guess, would be what, uh, if I was singing a song, I'd say lie to lie. Let the leaves lie. You know, let's, and maybe that's, they're not sleeping, but because they're, they're in the deep sleep, uh, permanent sleep of uh, let sleeping leaves lie. And I can hear somebody saying, well, it's not good for the grass or whatever. And I say, well, hello, it's 2017. Uh, I think the verdict on grass, as nice as it is and as much as I love to lie in it, is out. Uh, but even if it's not, uh, really? Like, uh, I, like, is that proven? Can you show me some studies, uh, primary source, please? Uh, like, I'm not kidding. Like if, if, so if you live in Syracuse, New York, where I grew up in the leaves, your yard's full of leaves, you leave it and then it snows. That's somehow worse for your grass. And then if you rake the leaves and then it snows, uh, I mean, I would think the leaves, maybe the leaves, they don't deteriorate. So then you got to rake them in the spring. I mean, wouldn't they put some nutrients in the soil over the winter? It gives all those, like, uh, aerating uh, forest friends a chance to hide out. And maybe they're mating under those leaves and stuff. Uh, it just never got – and plus, I just didn't want to do it. Like, I'd say, okay, I don't mind raking leaves and making a pile somewhere in the yard and jumping in them. I'll rake them for that. But uh, I don't know. Is, is, am I the only person that's always wondered that question? Uh, it, like, I feel like this is one thing I feel like uh, totally ignorant alone on. And you could reach out to me and let me know at uh, the, the, uh, the let leave, you know, hashtag let leaving leave, leave, like, leave, leave, uh, maybe I need something better than that. I'm not good at hashtags, I guess. I mean, hashtag, I don't even know, let leaving leaves lie or hashtag alliteration. Autumn alliteration. How about that? There's a double. There's a double double. Uh, but seriously, I'm not kidding. Like I, I never understood that. We'll see, we can. Okay, well, it's one thing if you're uh, you're you're really bold. Like you lived in the late the 80s. You say, well, just put them on the corner. They'll go to in the garbage dump. I mean, I could see people saying, well, that's not sustainable. But then you say, well, what are we burning all this energy for? Wait, so we're going to put the leaves in a compost pile uh, for what? Oh, to sprinkle on the yard in the spring. You say, hold the phone, uh, cowboy.
what do we, like, I got a, I got a crazy idea. Let's just leave, leave them there. You can't do that. You can't. And I guess maybe it's like a neighbor thing. They say, Hey, Ackerman, your yard's full of friggin' leaves. It looks like it's autumn. I mean, I guess I'm making a straw man argument because they say, yeah, no crap. It is autumn and it's great. Uh, you want some, come over for some cider. Yeah, the kids are going to jump in the leaves later, and then they're just going to leave it. They're going to kick around in the leaf pile, spread it out, because I know we can't just leave leaf piles everywhere. You know, we're not, uh, you know, totally feral at this house. Uh, but, oh, yeah, you know it's autumn when our yard's full of leaves. It's great. Uh, nature's compost, they say, because literally it is nature's compost. I don't think... Uh, and you know who loves it? All our forest friends. We're the most popular yard on the block. Uh, all the worms, that's where they hang, under the leaves in our yard. And they they totally, our, our soil is so aerated. And you say, well, is this like, a, these, yeah, this is drought resistant, man. Like just leaving leaves around. And I know, you'll know it's Halloween when you'll hear those leaves going across the street, uh, and when that lovely Halloween sound of the leaves on the road and the wind. So you also have us to thank for that. So, yeah, I think I am doing a great job leaving my yard full of leaves, if you don't mind me, you know, punning around. Uh, you know, but otherwise, leave me alone. Uh, get it, you know. Uh, you get it? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you were here to try to get me to turn over a new leaf or just to, uh, you know, like uh, overpun things, but... Uh, I'm sure, like, smarter listeners than me came up with 10 more puns that I just missed. Uh, so rake that into a pun pile and jump in that one. So if you're new here, um, the podcast is a little bit like like that. It's uh, That was a tangent, and sometimes I'll go on those tangents and I'll say, huh, well, why, you know. And those of you that are more reasonable, that are, like, a little bit more well-adjusted like you, uh, you'll say, Scoots, you're joking, right? You don't, you know about the, uh, you you know how bad a yard looks full of leaves, or you say, you know, it's not good for the grass. You're just kidding us, right? Uh, and uh, you know, I'm a def- you know, I'm a good citizen. I rake my leaves, uh, and you could just have a laugh at my expense because I'm serious. Uh, I mean, if I was like, uh, maybe I'll run. I don't know. I won't ever run for any office, but. Uh, You'd say who's running? Who's on the on the leave the leaves alone platform? Who's on? Is is that a is the Green Party? Oh, they're with comp. They say composted. Uh, they didn't they didn't get that memo I said about nature's compost. Oh, they said the only natural compost is the one between oh between my ears. That's hilarious. Yeah, so there's no one taking up my leaf platform. Leave the leaves alone. Uh, hey ho, hey ho, let's go. Uh, well, I just want to know if, okay, so I'm all alone with my leaves. Uh, okay, well, uh, I guess it, the leaves, the, the leaves, uh, nothing else to be said about it. Uh, so if you're new here, that's kind of podcast, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, friendly, uh, friendly though. You say, well, what's more friendly than a glass of cider and kids jumping in leaves? The autumn wind, or a sports radio, local sports radio. Uh, that, so that's it. I'm glad you're here. I really hope this podcast can help you fall asleep because I've been there. I'm losing my voice uh, suddenly. 
Yeah, but we're already 15 minutes into this one. So I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you checking out the podcast. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right.